Hello, welcome to Entrepreneurship at UBC's podcast, Evolution. I'm your host, MJ. Join me as we explore our ecosystem stories of innovation, impact, and hustle, and as we build community and knowledge around entrepreneurship. Today we have a special guest, Sarah Applebaum, who's joining us for this first episode. So a little bit about Sarah. In addition to being an entrepreneur in residence at Entrepreneurship at UBC, she is a partner at Renewable Tech Ventures, a clean tech VC that invests in early stage companies in Canada and the US. She previously was an investor with Pangea Ventures, an advanced materials VC, where she developed and launched their seed stage investment vehicle. Sarah is also a community activator, hosting quarterly meetups for Vancouver founders and startup leaders. Thank you, Sarah, for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Um, How's self-isolation going for you? Yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's all right. I'm starting to go a little bit stir crazy with the cabin fever, but, uh, yeah, how about you? I'm good. Um, it's definitely a big change for everybody, but I'm happy to be able to you know stay at home and play my part in flattening the curve. Thankfully, you have a dog, so like similar to me, like it forces you out of the house several times a day, which is which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely having a dog is a way of self care um, in this situation. Um, I'm really excited to hear more about your insights. And my first question for you is, what are some of the immediate concerns that you've heard from the entrepreneurial community during these times? Yeah, so, you know, I think there are some common themes around concerns from entrepreneurs in our network. You know, one is cash flow and financing. So, you know, either I was planning on doing a financing spring of this year what does that mean? Is that on hold? Can I still raise money? Um, my cash flow is dramatically impacted. My customers have all evaporated or hit pause. How am I going to pay my employees? Um, and thirdly, where is my market? What What is changing now? Does my market still exist? Am I a nice to have for my customers? Or is my product or service essential for their for their ability to do business? Hmm. So those are the immediate concerns you've seen within the entrepreneurial community. My next question for you is, what responses have you observed from companies regarding the concerns that you just mentioned? Great question. How are how are companies responding to COVID and to the current economic conditions? So one is where possible, uh, conserving cash. So reducing burn rate, cutting um, any non-fixed or frivolous expenses. And by frivolous, uh, I just mean non-core to the essential operation. So that might be headcount, that might be uh, employee perks, uh, software subscriptions that are non-core to the ability to do business, um, renegotiating rent or deferring rent payments and speaking to vendors and creditors to push out payment terms. Um it's also, you know, for some companies creating 
some space for them to really focus on product improvements. If customers are hitting pause on purchasing products for the you know, near-term future, four, six, eight weeks, this isn't, this isn't a vacation. This isn't a stop to all, all work and all business, but it's a, a refocus. So I know a number of ventures that are really sort of digging in and doing a sprint on their technology development so that when their customers are ready to purchase, um, their tech is much further along. And then also looking at new market opportunities. Is there an opportunity to pivot business models to you know, offer a different product that you have the capability to build that is now much more uh, you know, a high value need for your customers? Or is, there, is it an opportunity to be creative and maybe it's time to put your core product on the back burner and maybe you can offer consulting services or outsource your development team as a way to drive revenue and cash flow into the business so that you can still survive as an entity, you know, when we all emerge from social distancing and, and self-isolation and the markets start to rebound. Yes, and I must say I love the reframing. It is such at the core of entrepreneurship to be able to adapt to change quickly. And of course, it is important to recognize that not everyone is in the best position right now to adapt to that change. But I love the reframing of what can be done now and how can we be creative around the situation. And to that point, that's where strategies come into place. And I know you've been doing a lot of research um, in order to help ventures navigate this particularly challenging situation. So I'm wondering if you could share some of your top insights from your research. Yeah, so what I've been doing is I've been speaking to uh, individuals who were senior leaders or CEOs of a company during a period of downturn and crisis. So that could be 9-11, the dot-com bust, the the global financial crisis in 2008, could be being a CEO uh, or running a business uh, in Japan during the 2011 uh, earthquake, tsunami, and uh, associated nuclear disaster. It's sort of indiscriminate. Uh, but there have definitely been some common themes around how to approach a crisis in a period of uncertainty. Two points that I, I think are really important to make, and, and I hope offer a little bit of comfort. One is, you know, entrepreneurship is effectively always operating in highly uncertain times with a high degree of risk. And so that should be no different than the current situation we face ourselves with. It's just a different set of parameters. Um, and second, every crisis has always been unprecedented. If we had the forethought to know that it was coming, then it wouldn't be a crisis because we would have prepared. And if you can look back historically, the last 20, 30, 50, 100 years, we've gotten through all of these crises and the COVID-19 crisis will end as well and the economy will rebound. Uh, in terms of some common themes and things to think about as an entrepreneur, a business owner, maybe this is the first time that you and your professional career have experienced an economic downturn. I know for me personally, I entered the job market in 2008. And so I think some, some key points for folks to think about, one is, you know, seek advice. Talk to your advisors, industry experts. If you have a formal board board of directors, talk to your board members. It's really important that you don't make decisions in a vacuum. There's lots of moving pieces here 
um, and, and lots of perspectives that and experiences that you just might not have had the opportunity to have. And so solicit advice um, and, and the ability for your network and others around you to su- provide advice, support and counseling is really is really unbounded. Everyone's home right now. No, no one's traveling. And so um, people should be relatively available uh, to to connect with. The second theme is involve your team. So as a leader, people are looking to you for for guidance. They're not necessarily looking for you to have all the answers. Leadership doesn't equal answers, but they're looking for you to help them, to let them know that everything's going to be okay, even if it's not. And so, you know, you want to involve your leadership team in decision-making, present your team with options. Don't just say, well, hey, you know, we're in this crisis now, what? We're out of cash in two weeks and we don't know what to do, but, you know, present a number of options. Like we could all take salary cuts and defer defer our compensation until we get beyond this crisis. We could pivot our business to go into XYZ market. Maybe we can do a service offering, but involve your leadership team in the decision-making process. Um, it's more transparent and transparency often equals trust. And your team is really looking to trust you and looking to you for assurance and guidance. Um, And the third point, and this I think is relatively obvious and we've already touched on it, is cash is the most important sort of metric and driver for your business right now. How can you as a company generate revenue using the resources that you have on hand? It may be unconventional. It may not be in your business plan today, but any way that you can fathom to bring cash flow into your company will help you weather the storm and ensure that your company is still a going concern at the end of the crisis. And and by the way, the companies that are still standing when the economy starts to rebound and the level of crisis dissipates are going to be more likely at being successful in raising uh, external capital from angels and, and VCs because their teams have demonstrated that they have the ingenuity, the tenacity, and the grit in order to manage through a crisis and survive. And then the last point that I think is really important for entrepreneurs to think about is to look at where the market's moving. I think our world is going to look fairly different in four months or six months whenever we emerge from this COVID crisis. Uh, And so what's the new normal going to look like? You know, speaking about a new normal, from your VC perspective, how do you see the investing scene changing during COVID-19, but also after it? There are a couple of things that I'm seeing. One is if you as a company were already in due diligence with um, a VC and a close to negotiated deal terms or already have a signed term sheet, it's likely that we'll go ahead. There have been instances of um, deals not going through and VCs pulling term sheets due to changing market conditions. That has happened. But I would expect overall to see um, a slowing down in the pace of deals that get done. I think there's still an opportunity for um, you to access venture capital, but the diligence is going to be more intense. The risk reward profile has changed. I think investors are now seeing, you know, potentially longer hold times uh, of their investments. In looking back to previous market corrections, whether that's 2008, 2000, 2001, I think we're going to see um, 
a reset in valuations. And it means venture capital and private funding for companies has been an upward trajectory for the last eight to 12 years. I mean, since I started in venture in 2012, people have been saying it's in a bubble. And so I think we're going to see valuations come down quite dramatically. And so if you are raising later this year or in early 2021, I would throw out your expectations on valuation um, because it's going to look very different. There's still going to be capital. Um, it's Good companies are going to get invested in. So it's comforting to hear from you that, you know, it will be different, but moves will still be happening within the investing ecosystem. I now want to thank you so much for your time and sharing your knowledge so generously. Um, where can our audience find the article that you're working on right now with all the resources? Great question. I haven't decided yet, and I will let you know. It definitely will be somewhere that's easily consumable and publicly available, whether it's a Medium post or something else, I'm not sure, but I'll let you know. And then it will be um, sort of a living document that I, I hope to continually be able to update as you know more people participate. Sounds great. Well, I'll catch you over Zoom sometime next week, probably. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, MJ. Just a note to our audience, Sarah's article is now posted on Medium, and you can find the link on this episode's description, as well as in entrepreneurship at UBC's social media. Thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you next time. In the meantime, stay safe and stay healthy.